So right now, what are you doing every morning that gets you out of bed, but gets you out of bed in a way where you are waking up on a positive note? Welcome to the Be Mindful Podcast. I am your host, Women's Mindset and Manifestation Coach, Rachelle Rosal-Torio. If you are interested in manifestation, personal development, or spirituality, you have came to the right place. This podcast was created with the intention to help you become mindfully aware of how you think, what you speak, and what you believe, because who you are from within is what you will attract from the out. Let's begin. Hey there, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Be Mindful podcast. On today's episode, we're going to talk about five ways you can romanticize your life. I thought this would be such a fun episode because I feel like we are constantly on the go and sometimes we get stuck in this type of pattern where we're just on autopilot. We are waking up early, brushing our teeth, doing our morning routine, going straight to work, coming home, having dinner, showering, whatever it is, and then going back to sleep and doing it all over again. Now, don't get me wrong. I think routines are essential. I think it is the best way to structure your life to achieve the things that you want and make sure that you're getting things done. But I also think it's important to remember that we are not here to survive. We are not here to live this life just to work. We are here to live. So this episode is going to be a great reminder how you can have more fun in your life. First step I want to share with you today is to elevate your space. And when I say elevate, I don't mean that you have to go out and buy anything to elevate your space, okay? If you don't want to buy anything that is totally okay, a great way to elevate your space is also just moving things around. How can you make your space more at peace for yourself? How can you make it more feng shui? They say that if your your space is cluttered, then that means your mind is cluttered. And I fully believe in that. When my space is cluttered and it's just a mess, I can't function very well. I get a little overwhelmed and I also notice that my anxiety is a lot higher because I'm in a space that is not giving me the calmness that I need. I look around and it's a complete mess. That is a no-no. That is my sign that I need to get my shit together. I need to clean up my space and really understand like why am I doing this to myself? Why am I leaving stuff all around and why am I creating such a clutter? Like what is happening within? This is probably a tip you weren't expecting, but I wanted to put this in here because you're in your space every day. If you want to romanticize your life, I want you to look at your space and see how you can make it more fun. How can you create a space where you walk in it and you're like, ah, I am so happy that this space is mine. And even if it is a shared space, and let's say you share a room with someone, but you have your space in a certain like area of that room, how can you create it in a way that makes you feel excited to come home to that space? Your space matters and it's going to affect how you feel. So you might as well fix it up, make it all cute and create it in a way that brings you peace inside. Tip number two of romanticizing your life is scheduling a fun trip in advance. 
And it also doesn't have to be a fun trip, just scheduling a fun day for yourself in advance. I really think that doing this is very important to your overall well-being because like I said, we tend to get stuck in that autopilot. And when we're constantly going week to week, just on the go, never really having time for ourselves, then it's going to impact your mental health. You are going to feel a lot more stressed because you feel like you don't have time to have fun. So when you schedule something in advance, you have something to look forward to. This is something that me and my husband do every month because it benefits us. We are less stressed. We have something exciting to look forward to. And like I said, we are not going to live this life in survival mode. We are going to live it to the fullest. And in order for me to also perform my best and show up to my work and be able to create the way that I want to, I need to take care of myself. And it's okay to take days off. And I'm pretty sure every time someone goes on vacation, they take time to rest, they always feel rejuvenated again. They feel so excited to get back into it and even just get to work. Sometimes they get excited to come back to work. But what I'm saying is you just feel so refreshed because you allowed yourself to take a break. So if you wanna romanticize your life, try to schedule something next month and you'll have something to look forward to. You get to make life a lot more fun. And again, this doesn't have to be anything where you need to pay for it. You could just do something completely free and you can look up things that are free as well. There's a lot of free museums in LA that me and my husband have been to. There are places that we can go to that is outdoors and is completely free. So get creative. Don't make an excuse that everything is expensive, that you have to pay for things because really you could figure it out. Make it like a self-love day or a self-love weekend, whatever you want to call it, and just have fun. Tip number three for romanticizing your life is setting intentional time for yourself every single week. And what I mean by that is setting intentional time for activities that you love. So maybe there is something that you have been wanting to work on or you've been wanting to do for such a long time, but you've been telling yourself that you don't have enough time. Whether it's a skill that you want to improve on or maybe it's an activity that you used to do when you were younger. For example, let's say you like to draw or you really like to color and you just like to do that in a way where it releases stress for you, but you keep telling yourself you don't have enough time. We are not gonna do that anymore. You are not gonna tell yourself you don't have enough time. You are going to put it in your schedule like an appointment. This is an activity that I've actually dived deep with my clients where they are structuring their weeks in a way where it works for them. I give them guidance for them to be very intentional where their energy is being placed. I think this matters a lot because it affects your overall mental health. It affects your overall stress. And if you are not setting time aside to do activities that you enjoy and love, then you are likely going to have higher stress because you're not taking care of yourself. You're not doing things that that give you joy. And what's really important when you set time for these activities, you want to make sure that you are present. Being present in that activity is going to allow you to learn how to practice mindfulness. I know that sometimes when we are working on a project, we are thinking of the other things that we need to get done as well. But if you really want to learn how to release stress, practice being present in that moment. So if your activity is coloring or drawing, whatever it is that brings you joy, be in that moment. Set a timer for yourself for 30 minutes or less, whatever works for your schedule, and 
only focus on that. So I want you to look at your week right now and ask yourself, do you have any activities for yourself that brings you joy, that allows you to step away from work and responsibilities for just a moment to focus on you? And if you don't, it's time to schedule that in, make that appointment for yourself. And when you do start that activity, be present. Try doing that this week and track your stress levels. See how you respond. I don't want this activity to come off stressful. Obviously, life happens and there are times where we don't have time, even though we put it on our calendar, but make it an effort where every week you're doing this for yourself. The next tip I want to give you is to create morning and night routines. Morning routines and night routines are really really going to make a difference on your day-to-day, especially your morning routines. Your morning routine is what starts your day, right? It's what fuels you. So right now, what are you doing every morning that gets you out of bed, but gets you out of bed in a way where you are waking up on a positive note? For me, waking up early is definitely a struggle for me, but I have set the intention every morning that the moment I get up, I try my best to smile. I know that sounds a little weird, but I try my best to smile purposely because I'm triggering to my brain that I'm happy. And then while I'm smiling, I then talk to myself, repeat in my head saying, thank you, God, for today. Thank you for getting me up. Thank you for my health. Thank you for my family. Let's have a great day. And then I just start my day. I focus on being present in my morning routine, focusing on my skincare, focusing on myself, and not really worrying about what the day has to come because when I'm able to focus on that morning routine, the rest of my day just falls in place. So if you don't have a morning routine, I highly recommend that you do because your morning routine is what's going to fuel you. It's what's going to set you up for success throughout the rest of your day. And if you start off your day having a rough time, let's say you were running late, you spilled coffee on yourself, do your best to try to shift that mindset and remind yourself, I get to choose how I want today to go. And when you're creating your morning routine, do your best to become aware of the habits that are preventing you from succeeding throughout the day. So if you are starting your morning where you are just constantly scrolling on your phone, you're texting people, you're checking your emails, you are waking yourself up in a heightened emotion and you want to allow yourself to gradually wake up. So ask yourself, what are habits that isn't allowing you to show up in a way where you feel like you are ready ready to take on the world in the morning. So really ask yourself, what are the habits that are preventing me from showing up the best way possible in the morning? What are the habits that are helping me show up as my best self? What gives me joy in the morning? In my last episode, I talk about the habit loop and creating routines and habits. So if you are trying to start this morning routine and you're struggling, I highly recommend checking out that episode because I do talk about the habit loop. Like I said, a night routine is also great too. So for me, I noticed that I was getting a poor habit of watching too much Netflix, Hulu, or just being on my phone so often right before bed, and it has really affected my sleep. So I asked myself, okay, what can I do to change my night routine? So every time before I go to bed, I actually listen to a hypnosis to allow my body and my mind to relax and get into that sleep mode state. It has honestly made such a difference for my sleep. And I notice when I do go to sleep, my emotion isn't heightened because I'm not scrolling through Instagram. I'm not scrolling through TikTok. I'm not watching something. I've actually allowed my brain to 
relax and calm down so that I can immediately go to sleep. This is just what worked for me, but I highly recommend putting your phone down at least like 30 minutes to an hour before knocking out because by putting that away, you're allowing your brain and your body to calm down and get ready for rest. My last and final tip for romanticizing your life is practicing gratitude. Trust me when I say having gratitude just changes the game. When you take a moment to have gratitude for the things that you have and the things you don't have yet right in front of you, you have this new sense of energy within you and people can feel it. I am daring you and challenging you right now to focus on gratitude and thank God, thank yourself, thank the universe, thank your angels, thank everyone who's supporting you in your life. Take a moment to acknowledge everything that you have. Recognize that you woke up in a bed this morning. Recognize that you have the ability to listen to this podcast episode right now. I think it is so cool that we have the ability to listen to podcast episodes because we are literally getting free information. We are receiving knowledge from people who are a lot smarter than us sometimes. And it's really cool because it's free. We actually have that ability. That's just one thing that you could be grateful for, but there are so many things. I wanted to add in this tip because when you are able to have gratitude, your life changes. Like you feel a shift in your life because you're no longer focusing on things that you don't have. You're no longer complaining about things that you want, but don't have yet, but you're actually recognizing the things that you have now. And when you are in that energy of gratitude, you're able to receive things so much more easily. With gratitude, you're able to step into the energy of abundance and joy. And you realize that, wow, I am supported. I have people physically here able to support me. I have my ancestors in the background doing the work, helping me out. I have God helping me out too. You get to recognize that. For example, I'm super grateful I even had my coffee today because man, your girl was struggling trying to get up today. So anytime you are struggling and you notice that you are focusing on things that is weighing down your energy, just pause. Ask yourself, what can I be grateful for right now? What is something that I had today that I can be grateful for? Did I eat anything that was bomb that I can be grateful for? Like I said in my episode about gratitude specifically, you can be grateful for anything. There is so much to be grateful for in this world. All right, beautiful souls, that is the end of today's episode. Those are the five tips I wanted to give you so you can romanticize your life and enjoy life more and just have so much more fun. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe, share with your friends and your family. If you want to request any episodes, feel free to message me on Instagram or email me, whatever you wanna do. And as always, don't forget to be mindful because who you are from within will only attract from the out. See you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.